Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Welcome to the Mothership Podcast. You know, with a spike in school violence and bullying, this is a very important topic that we felt the need to discuss and and talk about and bring much needed solutions and awareness about what's happening out there. And it's a program that's coming to help and bring hope to our schools called the Choose Aloha Program. It teaches Keiki to choose love and not hate. Don O'Brien spearheads Choose Aloha, and she joins us on the Mothership Podcast to talk more about it with us. Thanks so much, Don, for joining us. Aloha from the ALOA headquarters in Honolulu, Hawaii with Hawaii News Now, Stephanie. Yay! Wow, I love that so much. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Woo! Okay, throughout this podcast, it seems like everybody. (laughs) You have a beautiful (laughs) voice, Dawn. Are you also a singer? Uh, no, I am half Polynesian, but I don't sing. I'm I, uh, I'm Tongan like Iam Tongi, but he got the spotlight. I always get the gong. So sorry, I used to be a radio <laughs> DJ, so that's where that comes from. It was it was beautiful. I really love it, and it, it instantly oh. brings a smile to my face. You know, and you just seem like an expert about spreading aloha. Can you share with us, you know, how this all came about um, and the mission? Absolutely. And mahalo for the great opportunity. I love the mothership. I love you and Noli and Brooke. Thank you for all you do to share Aloha. I am the Aloha ambassador for the state of Hawaii. Self-nominated, sure, but that still counts because each and every one of us are Aloha ambassadors. And if we think about it, it's, it's the law of Hawaii, the Aloha state. It's actually written into our Hawaii state um, laws. So Aloha really is important. I'm going to start off with this quote, by it's one of my most favorite quotes in the whole world. It is this by Auntie Pilahi Paki. She was a Hawaiian practitioner early in our 19th century. She was sharing about what is Aloha. Why Aloha at this big conference? And she stood up and she said, uh, in the 21st century, the whole world will be searching for peace. And they will turn to Hawaii because the key to peace is Aloha. And if you think about it, Stephanie, the whole world right now, I mean, we see wars happening, you know, in so many places, we see natural disasters. There's so much stress and duress, and we're all looking for a little bit of peace. And I love that she said the key to peace is aloha because it really works. When you think about it, it's unconditional love, but it comes with so much more, right? I mean, we're such a friendly state that we are the aloha state and our abbreviation is hi, right? That's us, hi, Hawaii. So I think if we can get that enthusiasm to spread around the world, we could have a big chance and we could turn the tide of all of the stress and duress, especially the stuff that started 
or actually it was catalyzed during the lockdown and during some of what happened three years ago, there was such a world of fear and a world of hurt. And that happened for you and I as adults, but imagine what happened to our children. And now a lot of what we're seeing is a skyrocketing in rates of suicide, rates of, um, you know, bullying and parents teaching their kids how to bully. I rolled into a school recently where the administrators came out. It was still the morning, 8.30 in the morning. They were just standing at the crosswalk helping Kiki. And one of the administrators was crying. And I said, what's wrong? And she said, Dawn, the bullying is just too much. It's getting overwhelming. So that's kind of a snapshot capture of Aloha ambassador for the state of Hawaii. I'm just a big mouth for big Aloha, but I have a big heart for Kiki just like you do. So thanks for bringing this up. That's so awesome. I, I love I love your explanation there. And and is, was there some sort of a, a link or inspiration? Um, I know that there was some mention about the you know the Sandy Hook and and the mother who who, who started that Choose Love movement. And and did you kind of get inspired by you know how that uh, made such a difference and spread all across you know schools in America? masterful at redirecting and getting me to ground. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, Choose Aloha Hawaii is a program. We're in over 300 schools and we were inspired by a mom who lost her son at the Sandy Hook Elementary um, massacre. That was 10 years ago. That was 2013, two weeks before Christmas when she got a call to come down to the schools. And her son, Jesse Lewis, was one of the six-year-olds who died that day. There were 20 first graders who lost their lives, six educators. And at the end of the day, the gunman, 21-year-old Adam Lanza, he, he took his own life. And on television, President Barack Obama, he wept. Nations were sending condolences. And this mom of Jesse Lewis is Scarlett Lewis. And she was interviewed on television at the uh, funeral, at the celebration of life for little Jesse. And of course, this is a mom who lost her baby, right? She had an older child, 12 years old. But when the cameras hit her, she was giving the eulogy and she said, it all started with an angry thought. That's the bad news. But the good news is if it started with an angry thought, then you can change a thought and you can choose a positive thought and you can change your actions. And that kind of startled and stunned people watching around the world who thought, could it be that simple? She has since then sat in front of Congress, the United States Congress and testified during school safety and security because Stephanie, you've been reporting even about how prolific the school shootings and mass shootings across America are becoming. And so she testified and they asked her, what do we do? She said, well, we could, you know, search the backpacks, wand the children at the door. We could have extra security or like Israel does, go ahead and start arming the teachers. And those are all, you know, possibilities, but those are external measures. We need to change the internal child because a child who connects to another child will not shoot the other child. A child who connects to her teacher or his teacher, their teacher, they're not going to shoot the teacher. So it comes back to connection and changing inside. And that's where we say, choose love. She started the choose love movement from that. Uh, she went home from uh, three days after the shooting. She went to her parents' house to stay over and, and process some of the grief. But in three days, she went back to her house to get a change of clothes. And on her refrigerator, she found a message that changed her life and has since changed the world. In Jesse's handwriting, he had left three words that are not normally in the vernacular or vocabulary of a child. He wrote nurturing, healing, love. That was it. 
Now he didn't spell it correctly because I, I don't know if I can spell nurturing correctly. <laughs> but um, when she saw it, she grabbed an image of it as she took a capture on her cell phone, took it to the local college. And she said, I just lost my son. And he left these three words for me. So you have to help me find meaning because I know there's a meaning. And the people who were helping her, one of them, I believe, was Dr. Chris Cook, a neuroscientist. He looked at nurturing, healing, love, and they looked up and they said, this is amazing. All of these three virtues are universal across all people, all religions, all cultures. Every human being wants nurturing, healing, and love. And from there, she started, she pivoted something that was could have been great evil it was great evil a massacre of 20 little babies six teachers and uh two people the gunman and he had killed his mom in the morning and stole her guns and then started the rampage so 28 people but from something that was of great evil she pivoted and she turned into greater good the one uh great quote that scarlet shares and she comes to hawaii all the time we've become best friends as she says we can't always choose what happens to us but we can always choose one thing, our response, and we can always choose love. Always we can choose love. Now, Stephanie, that kind of sounds like a pie in the sky, a hippy dippy little, oh, that's such a nice inspiration. I'm gonna knit it on a pillow or something. But there are practical ways to do that. And that's where Choose Love Movement started is we have a curriculum for children. It's called Social Emotional Learning, S-E-L. And it is the answer to childhood trauma. It is the answer to chronic trauma of uh, global pandemics and fear and all these things going on that feel overwhelming we help you to overcome. So it's not overwhelming, it's overcoming. And I promise it's simple as a pimple. You just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I love the way that, um, you know, you incorporate, um, you know, your illustrations in the book that uh, you also introduce to schools. And that's a, a very effective way to spread that message because it, it seems like such a simple message but I think you take it a step further with, you know, actual characters and a really, you know, funny story with lovable characters. And, and I just think it, it reaches the students and it's a lot more effective. I love that. Tell us about the books. Thank you. So I was moved to write some books because I was going to all these schools and they said, Auntie Dawn, because, you know, local style Auntie Uncle. So I love that. Uh, except they made me Auntie Dawn at about 20 years of age. And I was like, excuse me, you're <laughs> older than me. Let's not age me prematurely. Botox, Botox. But Auntie Dawn, um, can you read all these books? And so I decided because we do have a great bullying pandemic global um, going on. And then there was also during the lockdown, there was a lot of loss of grandmas and grandpas and aunties and uncles. And now three years later, we're in 2023, there's a lot of locals who are moving to the mainland. And so we're not just losing family and ohana due to death, but to due to moving. And this is becoming a trauma upon trauma for children. So aloha aloha, thank you for noticing the bright bold colors and then Kimo and Lola, our local keiki who have adventures together. The first book that we uh, I released, we released with Tony Silva, a good friend of mine back then uh, was aloha aloha. And it was actually inspired because at the time I had a friend who was in the entertainment business and he lost all his work. Nobody was working. None of the musicians or comedians or MCs. He also was going through uh, a divorce, which I don't know an easy divorce or a pleasurable divorce. They're always a hard divorce. And at the same time, he lost his mom. 
And those were, again, trauma upon trauma upon trauma. You think about it. It's like somebody getting hit on the H1, H2, and then they come out of the car and they get hit again. It's trauma upon trauma. It's really hard. So in the book, Kimo and his best friend, Lola, Kimo, first part, he talks to his tutu, his favoriteest person in the world, and she's making his favoriteest food, beef stew, brah. You know how we bust it down, broke them all. <laughs> and um, I'll turn quickly to the page, but it says that she loves feeding him. But one day grandma was gone. And if you notice, and I show children, there's hearts on every single page, but look for the page with no hearts. Do you see any hearts, Stephanie? I don't see any hearts there. They're sad. And do you know why it says grandma was gone and there's no hearts? What does that feel like when somebody's gone? Does it feel like your heart is gone too? It does. So, you know, he goes on from this to then process some of his grief and his pain. And he does it in the safety and context of Ohana. Every human is not born for disconnection or for distance as much as we were supposed to socially distance, right? Uh, we're born for connection and community for tribes and Ohana. And so he processes it right there with his friends. And he finally finds the answer at the end. Um, he was looking for her secret ingredient to beef stew, right? So she kept saying, oh, just an aloha, aloha <laughs> all over. That's the title, aloha all over. So he goes hunting for aloha all over. And in the end, he discovers that aloha all over is you. It's the aloha you share with your friends, your family. It's the aloha you put all over yourself. Aloha, aloha. Mm -hmm. And so that's how he processes grandma's tutu secret in the end. And, you know, seriously, it's so hard for us as adults to process the loss of a loved one. Imagine if that's hard for you and me, Stephanie, or for some of the adults watching and listening then it gets harder for the keiki because as hard as it, that backpack feels heavy on our shoulders and our hearts are heavy, it's harder for the children. So this book offered a safe space to process that. Same thing for the second book that we just released May Day of this year was about the bullying. And this time it's Lola's turn to be in the spotlight. Kimo was first one. And she, it says right here on the back, how do you face a bully? Lola and her hui are back but so are the meanies. They've never seen this big bad meanie before. What to do? So my heart is an anti-dawn because you're going to get feisty if one of your kids are getting picked on. I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. You know, local style titas or mothers, we want to rush down to the school. We like, you know, exchange some thoughts, whether that's verbally or physically, and that's not the way to go. Because remember, always choose love. We want to choose love. We can't always choose what happens to our keiki, but we can always choose one thing. We can choose love. So the book talks about bullying in a really fun, safe space so that when you're reading it to your keiki, they have the chance to say, oh, Auntie Dawn, you know, somebody did that to me at school. They pushed me down or called me a name. Oh, really? Let's talk about it. And, and we don't respond with violence. You know, we go get help from an adult. So this is essentially, Stephanie, a safe space and a positive way, because one of the ways to overcome bullying, and it's probably the most preferred, it's the one I like, is preventative. Before they catch cracks, before they get in a fight or cyberbullying is happening to one in five kids. I mean, this is way too much. So this is a really cute, fun way. And Stephanie, I even read it at middle schools and high schools, and everybody's like dead on eyes attention, right? They're yeah. like, whoa. 
that I mean, that's what I was going to ask you is like, can you see it working? Can you see the effect that it's having on children? Um, Because, you know, to be honest, it just seems like we need more of this. We need more of this. It just seems like um, I don't know what it is if they're maybe too focused on the wrong thing. You know, I mean, especially with social media, especially with the videos that just come on screen and they're just, oh, my gosh, it's violence. And oh, it's normal to be violent. I mean, so this is this is this is really good that you're putting this in the classrooms and, and in their hands and sharing this message. But what what are you seeing out there as you share this message with them and the stories? I'll tell you, a day in the life of an Aloha ambassador, it, it can be hard. It's fun. We do the singing like we started with, right? Um, and we do brave breaths. We do so many fun activities, but we're dropping in. I call it edutainment because it's education that's entertaining and they're used to the digital devices doing it. So I try to be same level competition. But when I go out and do a rally, I was at a rally yesterday at a local um, private school and they brought all the first through the sixth graders into the room. And I always start with, okay, we're gonna learn two words today because I have 20 minutes, right? So I go two words, one is aloha. Everybody make a heart, everybody show me heart heart stephanie show me a heart please okay not a fart no some of you have a <laughs> heart option no you're not too popular with farts so heart heart and then the second word is fun so we're gonna learn fun everybody show me a shaka for fun so thank you for showing me shakas now today i want to talk about a really hard word and i we know that aloha wins right so the other thing i want to teach you really fast three words aloha start with the heart and every time we choose aloha a heart is a muscle it gets bigger when you pump it so aloha always make a big big heart always and then the third word is wins. So say wins and we put our hands up, right? So we start with a little heart, aloha always wins. Now, even if you're having a sad day, put your thumbs down. This means negative, right? Means bad on social media that you're not supposed to be on, but go ahead, bad. If somebody's having a sad, bad day, show me your sad face. And they do, they like to show sad faces. And I go, show your teacher. Oh no, don't show the teacher. They already saw your sad face too much. And then I go, but which one wins? If somebody's really sad, and you go help them and you say, hi, are you okay? Can I sit by you? Can I be your friend? And they show aloha, which one wins, the sad or the aloha? And of course, aloha always wins. And then I said, what about mad? Show me an angry fist. Because the body gets really constricted and tight. You get tummy pain and head pain. You want to hurt somebody with words or with um, fists or something. And then show me anger. And then which one wins? If you come in and you say, hey, bro, why are you angry? Pump your brakes. Slow your roll. Come on. Let's go. You want to be right. So you diffuse the anger. They, I said, anger or aloha, which one wins? And they go, aloha. Why? Because aloha always wins last one aloha and aloha what if he's mr aloha he's tony silver he's kaleo Blanca, and they make you laugh and they're always doing funny dances and they're always um joking which one wins aloha or aloha and they go aloha always wins so that's really the lesson that we roll into and then i say now what about the b word how many of you have heard the b word bullying not the other one you were thinking bullying and then i said um, I share a story about when I was in third grade, Stephanie, at Cal Elementary, and I saw my best friend get bullied by the six biggest, baddest bullies in the school. And I stood there and I watched because I didn't know what to do. Third grade, watching a fifth grader get taken out by six bigger guys. And I went home and I cried my head off. And my mom said, Don, I know you love chemo. He was my real best friend when I was a kid. He inspired the book. But you, if you, you have to do something. 
the opposite of anxiety is action. It's positive action. Stephanie, there's so much anxiety. We're swimming in a fish tank full of anxiety and stress nowadays, but we can empower our kids by saying the opposite of anxiety is positive action. Do something, right? Anything, even if they don't want to talk, they don't want to do anything. You can sit there and be present for them. And so she said, and tomorrow, when you go back to school, you know better. So you do better. And when I grew up, that made a big difference to me because I then wanted to become Wonder Woman. <laughs> I wanted to save the world and I wanted to help kids going through bullying. And there's a lot of kids going through bullying. But what's striking to me, you asked me how it's going in the schools. We serve 300 plus schools from South Point, Big Island to the north side of um, Kauai facing the Ihao. I'm so grateful. I love being Auntie Dawn in the Aloha State. But Stephanie, even yesterday, I asked the same question of the kids. How many of you have gone through bullying? I'd say at least 70 to 80% of the hands are going up all the way from the sixth graders in the back to the little ones, the pre-K in the front. And the first time I asked that, I, I actually stopped. I looked at Kaleo. He's one of my music DJs. I take a music guy, right? And I said, I, I think they didn't understand the question. Um, okay, put your hands down. Let me ask one more time. Think about your answer. How many of you know what bullying is and how many of you have been through it? And again, they all raise their hands. Some of them are afraid because the bully is present, but we begin to talk about it. And that's where I just had a child walk up to me Friday night. I was at a movie theater and she said, Auntie Dawn, you came to Hayone school and you talked about a bullying of your best friend, Kimo. And I and she told me the whole story. And then she said, I want to buy Aloha Always Wins. Dad, can you get this book for me, please? I'm like, ha ha yone, teachers need a raise. Boom, right now. <laughs> Second of all, this kid needs an A++. But Stephanie, the bottom line for me is that, again, safe space, it's a puuhonua, a safe space created where they can talk about it and then we can prepare them because we can always empower children. And that's what Choose Love, Choose Aloha is. It's empowering children to make positive choices no matter what so that they're win-win-winning no matter what. I don't care if there's a lockdown. I don't care if there's COVID-19 or, or any other thing, we can always win no matter the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And it's, you're definitely making a difference in the schools, um, you know, with your enter, what did you call it? Not enter edu, edutainment, edutainment. Yeah, edu edutainment, edutainment. yeah. With your edutainment. So, you know, I mean, but after the kids, you know, leave, leave the school, you know, they mm -hmm. go home. So, in order for that to continue, the parents need to also be an ambassador of Aloha and also spread Aloha as well. So what can you tell the parents who are listening tonight about what, how they can help further this message and further ingrain it into their, their kids so that it's a, a long lasting message? I love it. And that's, I wouldn't do it for a short fix. I want it to be a lifelong lesson, right? Or I want them to be safe. So here's what I tell uh, the families, because we do teacher education, we do student rallies, and then we even do family nights where I read the book. And I say, kids really just want three things. And no, it's not McDonald's and it's not candy and it's not another digital device. Um, they want three things. They need three things, safe, seen, and celebrated. Your child needs to be safe. You know, that's Maslow's hierarchy from psychology 101. It's all of the survival needs, right? Uh, safe. They need to be seen. Uh, statistics show us now that parents on average in America are spending about five minutes a day of quality time with their children. Five minutes. So seen means, hi there. How, how was school today? Oh, what did you learn? 
no, we're not jumping on the digi device just yet, right? It's having that quality conversation. There's organizations that say, if you have dinner with your kids even twice a week, and I don't care if it's, if it is junk food or great food, the point is the quality conversation, the quality time. So safe, seen, and the last one is celebrated. Lottie, Dottie, happy birthday, singing happy birthday, celebrating graduations. I mean, Hawaii nails it. You guys look like pa'u horses with lays all the way up to the sky. Can't even see my child. We just had graduation. So celebrating your child, but not just for the big things or the good things. It's saying, hey, I noticed that um, you didn't come home with a bad attitude and you didn't say a swear word today. And you're a sophomore in high school. Good job. You know, it's celebrating the good little things. So safe, seen, and celebrated. Another thing that I would encourage parents to do is it's about resilience. That's a key word for us now with mental health. And I just heard a podcast. You guys did a great one for May, which was Mental Health Month. But resilience is the capacity to adapt to negative change. So let's say 2020 hits and we all went on spring break and we never went back to school right? For months and months, nobody could go outside. Nobody could go to the park or the beach. You can't go to practice anymore. I mean, everything that our kids thought they hated, I hate school. They suddenly love school, right? I hate going to practice. Now you like go practice, huh, junior boy? <laughs> so, you know, building resilience, despite any negative change, and we've had a ton of them, and it feels like it's getting faster and faster with these wars and there's inflation and just crazy amount of things like job losses but it's teaching our kids that you can always center yourself. So I regulate, I center. And how do we do that? There's three wonderful ways. Number one is breathing. I don't like breathe. What you talking? I don't like breathe. Oh, really? You're breathing right now. So let's do it properly. So put your hand on your heart, one on your opal or your tummy, take a deep breath in your tummy. And then we're doing brave breaths. Another thing that we like to do is once we're breathing, we use affirmations. We say aloha affirmations. Who would have known that neuroscience, brain science shows that when you say nice things and positive things, you're burning neural pathways in your head that makes you either stronger or weaker. Scarlett Lewis, our founder, always says, every choice you make at every second of the day, you're either choosing to flourish, which is succeed. She uses fancy words. I'll break it down real simple. But she says, you're either choosing to flourish or you're choosing to language. Languish, which is to mock it, die dead, if I was to speak pigeon, right? So every thought you have is either positive or negative. Stephanie, how many thoughts do you think we have every single day? How many? Go ahead, take a big wild guess. How many thoughts? Yeah, like every day. Yeah. And we have tons of them. Like a zillion. <laughs> right? 50 to 70,000 thoughts every day. That's kind of shocking. I didn't know I was that smart. I'm public school Hawaiian girl, right? But 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts every day. And here's the shocker. Most of those thoughts are negative and repetitive. All day long, Auntie Dawn's thinking about my wango Polynesian hair. All day long, I'm thinking about I need to lose 20 pounds. You know, I'm constantly berating. But then when we keep thinking negative thoughts, we're going to get negative life, a bad, a sad life. So when we choose positive affirmations, so we teach cakey things like saying, repeat after me, I am choosing love. I love, I, I am choosing aloha. I am choosing to win. Some schools do three, maybe five of those in the morning. They notice a huge difference. And then the third thing I talked about breathing. I talked about aloha affirmations or saying positive things. The third thing that I would say is gratitude. 
Gratitude is a great attitude. We've all heard of the attitude of gratitude, but it's greatness because in every situation, you can either see the negative or the positive, and there's always something to give thanks for. So I don't care if I just broke my leg. I'm going to say, I give thanks that I still have a leg. I give thanks that we live in America and we have great doctors and nurses to help me. Right. And there's always something to be thankful for. Do you know that there is a mega influencer? Her name is Oprah Winfrey. She credits gratitude and writing down five gratitude statements every day. Doesn't matter what it is. You can say, I am grateful for chocolate. I am grateful for toilet paper. I am grateful for chocolate on my toilet paper. Some of you will get that when you're older, right? But you write down five a day. She said it changed her life. And that launched her into the successful woman that she is today. So breathing, just take a moment to take a breath. You're worth it. It's, it's important because you're important. Second was we also do the affirmations. And I've learned this too, Stephanie. I grew up local style. We caught cracks. We didn't learn to say that about ourselves. And then the last one is gratitude. Even when I get in a hard situation and somebody is showing me the Kalau Papa Shaka on the H1, H2 merge. And I'm like, brah, you're missing one finger right there. You're only showing me one finger. Auntie Don is the Aloha ambassador. I want to respond, but I have to go. I am grateful that I'm not in the car with that angry person. I'm grateful we didn't get in an accident when I cut him off. Right. So I'm thinking gratitude, uh, grateful things. So those are some things for parents. Again, it's safe, seen and celebrated. And then it's taking that quality time to do quality activities together, like breathing, like saying, what was your highlight today? And then even um, uh, just saying, thank you, celebrating that child. Gosh, hearing all this is just, I'm sure everybody out there agrees, like, how can we get you if you are not at our child's school? So thank you for asking. Chooselovemovement.org. We're a nonprofit organization. Uh, Choose Love Movement, started by Scarlett Lewis, is now in 120 countries. It's in all 50 states. And Hawaii is the number one Choose Aloha state in the union. Yeah, you. Yes, so <laughs> bless so. Um, Because we use it more than any other state per capita. We have 311 schools signed up right now, right? And so we're number one. But then people go, wait, Auntie Don. We're the only Aloha state in the union. And I go, still number one, baby. I'm number one. And we're number one on Molokai because we have all the schools. And they go, wait, only get one school on Molokai. It's Molokai High School. I go, number one. And Lanai. They're like, Don, I already know this trick. I, I don't care. I'll take it all. We're number one everywhere. But go on our website. You can either go, that connects you to the international version, Choose Love Movement. Or um, you can get to me through that on that website. Just today, Stephanie, we started the choosealoha.org website. We're going to be having a Choose Love conference in October 28th with our founder. She's flying in from Connecticut. Uh, she's bringing a neuroscientist with her, Dr. Chris Cook, that I mentioned earlier. And then I'm in all schools, or you can email me, dawn at jessielewischooselove.org. I'm not going to give out my cell phone number because I'm way too <laughs> and I don't like, um, I'm not really a phone talker. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So wait, Dawn is D-A-W-N at Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Lewis is L-E-W-I-S. Chooselove.org. Jesse Lewis. Chooselove.org. I know it's the longest name. <laughs> have like a PhD to write me a uh, email. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so awesome. Uh, you know, thank you so much for everything that you are doing um, to help our children. 
Uh, they are the future, and um, this is something that they definitely need. We all need these reminders right now, you know, to spread aloha. We hear it a lot. We use the word aloha a lot. But, you know, thank you so much for reminding us what it means and how important it is to definitely spread that love and aloha with everybody. Thank you so thank much, Dawn. Oh, absolutely. And it's so simple, right? But like you said, we all need the reminders to breathe, to pause, to spend quality, quality time and connect. So thank you. And remember the three words, yes. aloha always win. win. <laughs> Dom, Brian, everybody, thank you so much. Aloha. Yes.